0: Hey everyone, Dumela, Kumjani, How Hafa, Bonju, hola, Sanu, Selam, Marhaba, Akwapa, Bawoni. Welcome back to the Work Smarter, Not Harder Podcast. This is the podcast for your success. My friends, we are getting to the end of the season. Season one. Yay! am so amazed by this. What a humbling experience this has been. As we approach the season finale, I have put together two very important episodes. They're so important because you know what? It is time for you and me to level up, to really step the game up and get to the next level. This platform, right? This podcast's main goal is to share knowledge and experiences to help you and me Yes, to help me as well, because the more that I talk on here, the more that I also grow and move forward in my journey. The main goal for this podcast is to educate, to upskill, and to allow women entrepreneurs to elevate their game and really get comfortable with taking their spaces out there in the world. We have learned so much together over these last few episodes, and we are ending the season finale. Or this season one with a double creamy, extra chocolatey, dark, <laughs> dark, um, dipped in rose gold, you know, whatever. You've got the image. You know, I'm off now. I'm off, I'm off. So do you ever wonder about wealth? Yeah, that's it, yeah? Do you ever wonder about it? How to get it? Where it stems from? Do you wonder about, about financial success? In fact, have you defined what success looks like for you, right? Like, what is all this for? Why are you doing this hard (laughs) journey? Why are you on this tough journey to somewhere, to that big vision? Answers to these questions could allow both you and me to move forward to a more financially free, wealthy future. Now, our topic for today is... Wealth habits that every successful entrepreneur should have. Yes, wealth habits, right? Now, I don't know about you, but I've always kind of wanted to know what it takes, what it took for people who are uber successful to become as successful as they are, right? I want to understand that because if I do, then I can apply those same um, ideas or thoughts into my life. What I'm starting to understand now, as I have gone deeper and deeper into wanting to find out, wanting to know and wanting to define success, not just for myself, but also to understand from other people's perspective, you know, what does it look like for them and how did they get to where they are that I can look up at them and go like, wow, this person is successful to me, you know, and what I'm learning more and more and more is that success, number one, does not happen overnight. And in fact, people who who we now term as successful in any sphere have gotten there through consistent, daily applied rhythms and routines in their lives. Habits determine 95% of a person's behavior. 95% of a person's behavior, right? Think about it. You do something today, and then you do it again tomorrow, and the next day, and the day after that. And soon enough, you're doing it without even thinking about it. These things that we do every day, whether it's physically in action, whether it's to our body, whether it's emotionally, you know, in our hearts, whether it's mentally in our minds, whether it is to our businesses, whatever it is that we do every single day, that actually is what is defined as a habit. So for the next two uh, podcast episodes, we will be talking about good habits. So this is routines and rhythms that we can start to apply and should continue with if we are already applying them in our lives. And the idea is that once we apply these good habits, we're going to be led down a path to accomplishing success in both wealth and business, right? That's what we want anyway. I don't know about you guys, but I became an entrepreneur for financial freedom I wanted to garner wealth. And I knew very well that I would not be able to do that for myself with where I saw my vision working in a normal nine to five, by that I mean in a salary um, kind of uh, perspective. So my vision for where I wanted to go and where I've always dreamed to, to be has been huge. And I knew that the way that I could get there was really by me setting down a path and chattering the way forward to that big dream and vision, right? So, what is wealth? That is the question today. What is wealth? Wealth for you and me is what we keep. It is not what we earn. So, those salary millionaires right now who think that wealth is what I am showing you that I've got right now. No, 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 my friend. That is not it. Wealth is what we keep. It is not what we earn. Also, it is important to know that you and me cannot have wealth if we do not have meaning. Uh-huh. And what is meaning? Meaning can meaning can only come from the connections that you have with yourself and other people. And even further, you need freedom to have wealth. Like yeah, you need to achieve freedom before you can achieve wealth. Like wow a lot, right? But there are ways to achieve freedom. Freedom is not something that is like out there that we cannot achieve and, you know, come across. And there are two ways for us to achieve freedom. Number one is to understand that success is not what you say to. It's not what you say yes to. Success is what you say no to. We spoke about this back, I think, in the second episode just about vision. About defining what success actually looks like and understand that it is not what you say yes to my friend it is what you say no to because saying no means that you're freeing yourself up to other very good yeses and number two it is to stay free from domination by anything that is what freedom is understanding that success is not what you say yes to but what you say no to and number two to stay free from domination by anything so what are six wealth habits that we need to have as successful entrepreneurs today and tomorrow number one define what financial freedom looks like for you an old friend of mine said this to me once you know what chris we're not becoming entrepreneurs so that we can drive toyotas i mean no offense to toyotas but i am working so that i can drive a luxury car and live a luxury life. And that was her definition of success. Mine could be different and yours could also be different, right? Mine for example is retiring by the beach. I want a beach house. I want a beach life and lots of stuff left over for the future generations of mine, right? And of course I want to travel anywhere. This is actually been my biggest dream forever ever since I was like young. Just this idea that I can go anywhere I want to go in the world on a day and just be able to freely do that. Yours could be something else. It could be, I just want to be debt-free. I want to pay for everything in cash. Yay, you, right? It is imperative that you define and have a very clear image of what financial freedom looks like for you before you can pursue it. Financial freedom is a very big word in our day-to-day. You know, it's been thrown around everywhere. But what does it mean for you? So define that. Number two, take a realistic look at your current financial situation. So uh, like me who wants to retire to the beach, right? I need to kind of look at my past, my present and my future financial situation. When I say look at the past, what I mean here is determine what debts you're still paying off. This could be credit cards, student loans, it could be car loans, it could be business loans or any other kind of debt. That you have acquired. So determine what you still need to pay off. Then look at the present. Determine your current lifestyle. What is your income versus your expenses? And is there a positive or negative balance when you get to the end of what that looks like? So, gaining financial independence is actually directly linked to how you spend today. Are these wise choices? Are they reflective of the future that you want to attain? You know, like really getting into the nitty gritty of what your financial situation actually is, and where it is that you stand. Right, the future determines what and where you are willing to make future investments. So this could be in the marketplace. You could say, as a uh, in in addition to my business, I also want to invest in real estate or in something else. Or you could say, I want to invest in myself. I want to put an MBA behind me, or I want to put that course behind me because. I know it would allow me to also open myself up in a different way to gain more income. So that is something to think about. Number three is diversify your income. I will say this to you in the best way that I can. I don't know how else to say it, but the best way, of course, is a lot of wealthy folks out there, millionaires, billionaires and beyond. They will tell you that the one biggest secret to wealth is diversifying their income. One stream of income, guys, we know this today and how we're feeling it. It's no longer enough for most people to manage their current lifestyles, right? And being able to diversify your income could be a personal or business decision, right? For example, you could say, I just want to invest in developing me again, back so that I can create better career opportunities for myself in the future. Or maybe I just want to open up my business and diversify what that income looks like. Because that is also possible, guys. The sky is the limit when you want to think about how you can diversify your income as a person or as a business. And that is a fantastic way to really go towards becoming financially free and building that wealth. Number four is to understand your own saving patterns. Oh my gosh, this one I know is a big one because many people do not save. Many people do not feel like they have got anything left over to save. But saving and saving and saving is important. You know, I think also for people of color, I kind of feel like we haven't really been taught, not not even people of color, a lot of us, many of us feel, I feel like as though in school, and if a teacher is hearing me, we need to teach children already from a very young age how to manage their finances, how to save, how to do taxes. These things should be part of what we're learning in school every day. But it is not. And we've missed those things, many of us. We We didn't learn from a very young age to save. Some of us didn't have parents who taught us how to save. So our habits are not like out of the sky, things that we've kind of, you know, come across the wayside, but they're deep within habits that we've had for a very, very long time. So understanding your saving patterns allows you the freedom to actually learn how to get over it and to start saving today. So I remember, for example, like when we were kids that people, when people um, showed finances, it was always in the sense of what they had. Like, you know, Your aunt had the best cutlery and crockery because that's where she showed her finances and your uncle bought the best car or whatever. But that's not saving. Saving is actually practically putting money away towards that vision for what it is that it looks like for you. Like me and my beach house, right? I have to put savings down to be able to accomplish that vision. Now, no matter your level of income, even if you earn like 50 rand a month, you know, save something. Putting something aside will make a difference to you one day. Trust me, I am proof of this in my life. The idea of success here is to start small and to build on it as you become more confident in your saving. Okay, number five is rigorous budgets. So budget, budget, and budget some more. Setting monthly budgets, for example, to manage your spending versus income versus future investments, and doing your best to stick to this is actually amazing because it just allows you to be continuously and constantly avo- aware of where your financial standing is. So do those budgets. I don't know sometimes it's time-consuming, but you actually find that once you do a budget once, you kind of use that same template throughout to do the other things. You just have to update it every other, you know, couple of weeks or so. So guys, budget, budget, and budget. Put everything down. Know what you're spending. Know what is coming in, and know and Know what you want to put away for the future and then something that we do not have today guys and it's such a hard thing for our generation for some reason is this thing of delayed gratification now to become financially independent is to learn the value of sacrifice and delayed gratification keep in mind that sacrifices today result in independence tomorrow you know for example, you've got some really amazing financial rewards coming to you. Instead of going out and splurging and blowing them on a weekend or clothing or whatever, put that back into managing your house bond or your cars, or your other debt uh, or your other debts, right? Or your other loans. Maybe sacrifice your family holiday and those fancy trips you want to go to, and replace them with more valuable, inexpensive. Relationship building experiences because that's also possible. I mean, we learned that in lockdown, guys. We we're locked on for an entire year, we couldn't really move around. So we know that it is possible to build in amazing experiences without having to really leave our house and go to expensive places. So delaying your gratification is going to help you in the long term. And then I've got one more tip to add on to this. Episode. And I said six, but you know me, I always want to give you like one final bonus to add on. And that is watch the company that you keep. This I know from a very young age, we're always told birds of a feather flock together. Birds of a feather flock together. And this is very true to your finances as well. Surround yourself with people who are like you, who are moving forward in their lives, They're moving forward towards financial freedom. If you hang out with people who have got no idea what it means to save, or to invest, then you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to do it either. If you want to be financially free, surround yourself with people who are financially free, and it will rub off on you and you on them, and that is just as an amazing place to be. So today, that is what we've been at: wealth habits of every successful entrepreneur and what we should have. And I think that these are really good practical tips that you and I can apply and continue to apply into our lives. And I am sure that soon these will become habits that you can be very, very proud of. And you'll be very, very proud at the end of it when you continue to look at the future and see that you are moving towards that big goal. Guys, like I said, this is a two-part episode. So the first one has been the wealth habits, and the next one is going to be just as amazing because we're going to be getting into the habits of super successful entrepreneurs. As always, it's been a pleasure being here with you and hosting you. Mr. Girl Chris, I am out. You are loved, and cheers.